The Democrats are going down with the ship. As the whole party begins to collapse, Democrats stand by their man. A source tells Freethinking what's really going on. What old man in the White House? I didn't see any old man in the White House. The president, you mean? Oh, that's just Joe Biden. He's fine. With age comes wisdom. Joe did nothing wrong, and even if he did, it was decided he could not stand trial. Her is not a neurologist. He doesn't know what's going on in Joe's brain. It was a stressful day. The attacks on October 7th were distracting. You can't expect the President of the United States to handle that kind of pressure. Look at him now. He's fine. He's better than fine. He's the most qualified person to serve. We stand with America or with Trump. Republicans and Democrats in the Senate came together to send the message of unity to the world. It's time for the House Republicans to do the same thing, to pass this bill immediately, to stand for decency, stand for democracy, to stand up to a so-called leader hell-bent on weakening American security. And I mean it sincerely. History is watching. History is watching. In moments like this, we have to remember who we are. We're the United States of America. The world is looking to us. There's nothing beyond our capacity. We act together. In this case, acting together includes acting with our NATO allies. God bless you all. May God protect our speakers. And I promise I'll come back and answer questions later. Thank you. Sir, when Trump said that, sir, what did Putin do? What's plan B if the speaker doesn't act? Sir, the So what if he didn't remember when he was vice president? Who remembers stuff like that? He's been in government since the 1970s. How is he to know what position he served and when? It's confusing. Here he is eating fried chicken with black people. Fried chicken. If Trump tried that, the media would turn it into a national security crisis. Are you guys playing hooky today? I think that one did. (laughs) That's that's awesome. (laughs) Ms. Borla, please excuse Carter for his absence today, but I needed his advice so we had lunch together. This video alone has 26,000 views, and people are engaged. Do you think Trump's videos get that many views? No decent person could ever support Trump. That's why we offer them Joe. Joe. Nothing but Joe. Oh, and and Kamala, too. And anyway, we all know Dark Brandon is Obama. Biden is basically serving his third term. I mean, why did we get rid of term limits anyway? Obama hasn't ever left. He's constantly influencing American culture with his $30 million Netflix deal and his omnipresence on Twitter. If you have an entire country treating you like an actual god and you have that big of an ego, how many people do you think would walk away from that? Obama hasn't walked away. He remains very much the leader of the left. There's no question about it. No other Democrat can rise because they have to be somehow part of Obama's orbit. That might be true of Trump, but the richest Republicans are stepping back, waiting out the Trump era, saving their money for a more useful candidate. No one would ever dare expose Obama as Dark Brandon, but when you start to think about it, it is more likely than not. Remember how everyone used to say he floats like a butterfly and stings like a bee? That's Obama, not Biden, but together they are Dark Brandon. Obama never went away. Everything he's done to stop Trump seems personal. Even if he makes it seem like Trump is a threat to democracy, no, Trump
Trump is a threat to Obama, Hillary, Joe Biden, and the administrative state they helped build. But that works to our advantage because these people are corrupt beyond belief. And maybe you can't win elections unless you are that corrupt. This is so, it's salacious, it's interesting. Uh, it goes to the ethics and honesty of these people. It calls into question the origins of the investigation. All that's true. It's so far afield from what's wrong with this case. I mean, mm. you know, if you think about it, it's related to what's wrong with this case in it's the related. sense that there's, well, there's allegation after allegation after allegation in this case that Trump and the people around him made representations that they knew to be untrue. And now we have prosecutors who, in the things that are more that are of importance to them in their own lives, they look you in the eye and say one thing, and it turns out that it's not true. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know how they credibly carry a case like this. But, you know, just big picture wise, as I was listening to your discussion um, a, a few moments ago, it just occurs to me that, you know, she's already, Fannie Willis has already been disqualified from prosecuting one subject in this investigation for conduct that isn't even close to as serious as the kind of stuff that we're talking about now. Mm -hmm. um, I think the allegation was she headlined a fundraiser for this guy's Democratic opponent in the lieutenant uh, governor race in Georgia. For that, she got disqualified from being able to prosecute this guy. We're talking like dimensions more serious uh, at this point. But to me, the important thing is this case has been like catastrophically ill-conceived from the first. And now if I'm looking at this as a federal prosecutor, you, you mentioned before that I was thinking of this in terms of like, is she, does she have criminal liability? I wasn't even thinking about perjury. What I was thinking about was Fraud, basically, you know, th there's uh, federal statutes that basically say if you have a, uh, a state uh, agency that's funded even modestly by the federal government, and if you make misrepresentations or con convert property to your own use, um, that's prosecutable fraud. So if, for example, she went to uh, Fulton County and said, I need money to clear up the the uh, backlog from covid and then she slices off a piece of that to pay this guy who is her turns out to be her boyfriend with whom she's having an affair and then they go traveling around the world on the money that's fraud you know that's mm -hmm. a that's a big misrepresentation um there's there's federal statutes that apply to that there are state statutes that apply to that and what i what i can't uh, avoid saying is delicious about all of it is th those statutes for the most part happen to be RICO predicates in federal oh, law. Wow. Um, wow. You know, I think that a competent federal prosecutor would look at it and say, well, we're not going to turn this into like the RICO of all time. We prosecute it as a fraud case, but that goes to everything wrong that she's done in this case. She doesn't, you know, she tried to come up with a conspiracy that she could charge all 19 of these people with because she's got 19 people. They're all disparate little groups of people, right? The only thing they've ever done together is get indicted. The I can say whatever I want versus no, you can't election. This is a new global world order, pal. Aren't you paying attention? We don't even need borders. 
We just need complete control of the language. Imagine, we now have an entire corporate, cultural, and media class that obeys our rules. Every time we scrub away a truth here, the reality we want appears there. If all of us are in alignment and we broadcast our commandments, then we lay down the rules that everyone must obey or else. Podcast listeners, the sign we believe Black Lives Matter, love is love, feminism is for everyone, no human is illegal. Science is real. Be kind to all. Let's translate, shall we? The Democrat commandments. Black lives matter. We have to reorder society to teach all white people that they are racist, that their country is racist, and the only way out of it is equity. Give jobs to people who can't possibly achieve anything on their own in a white supremacist nation. We especially like diversity in things like heart surgery and airplane pilots. Love is love. You have to be okay with everything that happens now, no matter how weird it sounds. It's not polygamy, it's polyamory. And it's all good, bro. All good. Don't be a bigot. Feminism is for everyone. Did you think it was only for women? You idiot. It's for men, too, who seek to become women. It's also for beardos on Twitter who like to abuse MAGA women for kicks. They're feminists. They're out there writing all those terrible film reviews and voting blue no matter who. No human being is illegal. Our border is open. Come on in. Just don't get mad at us if your son comes home telling you he wants puberty blockers and to have his testicles removed because feminism is for everyone. We also need open borders because if we're encouraging abortion, sperm count is dropping fast and we're sterilizing children, who's going to give birth to the next generation? At this rate, the Mormons will be the dominant group in America in 50 years. We can't have that. Not to mention, we need a whole new class of slave labor to bring the economy back. We can pay Americans to stay home and let the undocumented workers cuddle our babies, clean our toilets, blow out our dirty streets, cook our food. It's a match made in heaven. It's like slavery, but we pay them well. We have to. How else can we put out our commandments? Science is real. We shapeshift this one. It's not real where embryos are concerned or where biological sex is concerned. But it is real where climate change is concerned. You will sacrifice everything for the cause. Be kind to all. Accept those who do not agree with you on any of the above, and especially not Trump or MAGA. They deserve no kindness from you. In fact, they deserve nothing but hatred and scorn. Vicious, frothing at the mouth, unbound hatred. Let it rip. What sells better, our commandments or this? For podcast listeners, a picture of Trump signs hanging up. Trump was right. Trump 2024. Joe Biden sucks. MAGA is fighting for principles we have to leave behind. That's the old world. Free speech doesn't exist anymore because online all we have is language. To control our utopia, we need to control the language. There is no such thing as free speech anymore. Reality appeared suddenly and out of nowhere when a prosecutor accidentally told the truth that Joe Biden is too senile to stand trial. Even though the Democrats insisted he wasn't senile, they couldn't take the next step to agree he should stand trial. You see how easy it is to have it both ways when you control the language and everyone complies? Joe Biden is a strong leader. They're not clippers, they're clizzers, man. Hey, who are you? I'm you, man. Come on. It's me, Joey B. How'd you get in here? This is a security beach. Look, look, I got a surprise for you. 
Your name isn't Jericho Biden. It's Barack O'Jiden. Who sent you? Vice Pina Colada Hairless? No, man, look. You gotta get your ass to Neptune. They're, uh, not, not, not Neptune, but, but Mars. Mar but not but Marshalls. She said, let's go behind the bleachers. No one's looking. Five and a quarter for a sniffing tug. It was a dude, man. What? What? Huh? Huh? You're being nervous. Look, look. All I know is, if you don't vote for me, you ain't a China guy. Wait, hold on a second. Hey, where'd you go? Your pills, man! Maybe a long time ago we might have been the party that cared whether our leader was of sound mind. But those days are gone. We need what Nancy Pelosi called Open Biden. The President and the Speaker Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi appeared at something the other day called the Democratic Caucus Virtual Issues Conference. It was a mostly unremarkable event, but there was one moment that stuck out. Toward the beginning of it, Nancy Pelosi declared unprompted that her grandchildren no longer use the phrase open sesame. We do not say open sesame. We say open Biden. That's our magic word. <laughs> open Biden. I love it. We don't say open sesame. We say open Biden. What does that mean? We have no idea. Waiting for a response from the speaker's office. We'll bring it to you when we get it. A yes man who will do whatever we want. Gone are the days when we spoke truth to power. Now we are the power. Podcast listeners, a cover of 1969's Mad Magazine. The generation gap widens. On one side, my country, right or wrong, and on the other side, make love, not war. Do you think our voters care if Joe Biden is corrupt, if he took payoffs? No, they don't. Joe Biden could be the most corrupt president in history, and it wouldn't matter. Podcast listeners, a tweet from Tom Bevan, Tony Bobolinsky testimony. Quote, I want to be crystal clear from my direct personal experience and what I have subsequently come to learn, it is clear to me that Joe Biden was the brand being sold by the Biden family. His family's foreign influence peddling operation from China to Ukraine and elsewhere sold out to foreign actors who were seeking to gain influence and access to Joe Biden and the United States government. Joe Biden was more than a participant in and beneficiary of his family's business. He was an enabler, despite being buffered by a complex scheme to maintain plausible deniability, end quote. None of those words mean anything to us. They are behind a cloak of invisibility, like every other hard reality we refuse to face. When it isn't working out for us, we just click our heels together three times and just like that, unreality is reality. Our double standard is so thick we can turn an Ethiopian Jewish woman into a Nazi, smear her as MAGA, buy an election, then pretend we won fair and square. Podcast listeners, a tweet from Jake Sherman. Johnson and New York 3 to House Republicans in closed meeting. Democrats spent $15 million to win a seat with a known candidate against an unknown Republican in a Biden district. No one should panic, end quote. All this could have been reconciled. All they had to do was say, Donald Trump should not be president, if that's what they believe. And we're not gonna do any lawfare. We're not gonna try to change the voting laws. We're not gonna pack the court. We're not gonna let in two states. We're not gonna try to abolish the Senate filibuster. We're not gonna try to change 
the uh, voting ID laws. We're just going to play under, under the rules that we have. We don't need $419 million by Mark Zuckerberg infused. We don't need Sam Bankman Freed, the crook, giving us $100 million. We're not going to go under the radar with George. So we're just going to show you, the American people, how we think Donald Trump should not be president and we'll have a feral and they can't do that they don't trust themselves they think you know what anybody in his right mind would close that border right now close the border anybody in his right mind would recall all of those da's that have destroyed these major cities anybody in his right mind would not beg the saudis or the venezuelans are the Russians, are the Iranians to pump oil on the eve of a midterm or drain their strategic petroleum when you have so much natural gas and oil? In the, nobody in their right mind would do that. And nobody in their right mind would ever just pull out of Afghanistan without warning, just so Joe Biden can say that on the 20th anniversary of 9-11 or the original October uh, invasion of Afghanistan, I'm the president that got us out. Nobody would do that. And nobody would print $6 trillion when there's a pent-up demand post-COVID lockdown and there's a supply chain disruption and throw that money without any audit or ex examination of who got it and why and how it was spent, but to inflate the economy and ruin it. Nobody would do that. And so they know that. And they know that they can't take that record to the American people. They have a deductive mind because they're ideologue. So they start with a premise that we're for social justice and for equity of result. And so we're moral, morally superior and smarter than anybody else. And therefore, we are entitled to do things that other people don't do. And so if under the cover of COVID and frightening people about COVID, we can change all the voting laws so that 30% instead of voting absentee and early voting shall become 70% in most states with very little audit. Uh, of the level necessary to authenticate most ballots. They just do all this stuff because they start with the deductive principle. We are better. This is the vision. And therefore, the following must happen. And if things don't fit the narrative, then they go after the person. They censor it. They, they, that's how they work. And if you keep that in mind, then everybody makes sense. And what I'm saying is they go on from one lie to the next. Let's get smarter. Reality is only a temporary inconvenience for us. Nothing is going to stop us from taking November, propping Biden up and forcing him on all of you. Everyone is on our side, the military, the intelligence agencies, the billionaires. We have these poor, sad women who have no other purpose in life except to win for the Democrats. For podcast listeners, tweets by Rachel Beitkofer. Nothing like the smell of fresh Republican election losses in the morning. And now it's the Biden 17 coming for the rest of you. Democrats retain majority in Pennsylvania House with a 102-100 partisan divide. Yes, us, by Republicans, hashtag Roe Rage. From Biden-Harris headquarters, President Biden, what Trump said was shameful and dangerous. He looks as our allyship as a burden. He doesn't understand that NATO is built on fundamentals of freedom, security, and national sovereignty, because for Trump, principles never matter. Everything is transactional, end quote. The problem with Trump was that he woke up too many of the wrong kind of people. Waitresses, teachers, truck drivers, and bartenders. 
who still believe the America they once loved can be saved. They can't compete with the Silicon Valley oligarchs. How do you compete with a $400 million cash infusion to salvage Mark Zuckerberg's image? A Trump win says we the people are taking back our country, and we want that country to be free again. We want to be able to say whatever we want to say and think whatever we want to think. We want schools to be normal again, for the free market to have power again, for all of us to be able to be one country again. That's not where any of this is heading. We're looking at a virtual reality controlled by artificial intelligence. This is a fight for territory online, and we are winning. If you're not part of it, you'll be left behind. There might have been a time when we cared about the working class majority, but we don't have to care anymore, do we? We know you'll vote against Trump, so we can serve up a candidate who can't make it through a sentence, and we know you'll go along with it. We don't have to worry about our future, but you have to worry about yours. It's a time of choosing our inner party or be banished to the outer region, 1984 style. For podcast listeners, the power hierarchy of 1984. Inner party 2%, middle brains 13%, proles 85%, and the brotherhood. The mistake is thinking there's something bad about totalitarianism. What could be bad? We have a whole generation raised to be coddled and protected. They stare at their screens from dawn to dusk. All we need to do is control those screens. MAGA can't compete. The future is here, and they're not in it. It's time to cut them loose. Utopia now. The revolution will be complete when the language is perfect. This is how everything started. It began with an idea, a vision of a world reshaped into a utopia, molded by my hand, Big Brother. The year was 1984, a time of uncertainty, fear, and chaos. It was the perfect canvas upon which to paint my masterpiece, a society tightly controlled and meticulously observed. In those early days, I saw the world unraveling, teetering on the brink of anarchy. The masses were restless, craving stability, even if it meant surrendering their freedoms. They yearned for security, and I offered them a solution. I became their protector, their guiding light in the darkness. The Ministry of Truth, the Ministry of Love, the Ministry of Peace, and the Ministry of Plenty, these were my instruments of power, shaping reality to fit my narrative. I realized that if I could control information, I could control minds. I turned history into a malleable clay, reshaping it to suit my agenda. Doublethink, the art of holding two contradictory beliefs in one's mind simultaneously, became the cornerstone of my regime. War was peace, freedom was slavery, and ignorance was strength. I crafted slogans that echoed in every citizen's mind, blurring the lines between truth and falsehood until they were indistinguishable. Emmanuel Goldstein may not exist in our reality, but his spirit lives on in the digital age. He has taken many forms, the whistleblower, the dissident, the truth-teller. In our world, he is the one who challenges the status quo, who questions the narratives, and who dares to expose the lies that are meticulously crafted to manipulate and control. Social media, the very platforms that were supposed to connect us, have become the breeding ground for our modern-day Goldsteins. 
They are the ones who use the power of information to disrupt the carefully constructed realities that we present to the world. They shine a light on the dark corners of our society, revealing uncomfortable truths that we would rather ignore. But remember this, citizens, I am here to protect you. I am here to ensure your safety and security. Just as in 1984, where the party claimed to protect its citizens from the dangers of the outside world, too, claimed to shield you from the chaos and anarchy that would ensue if dissent were allowed to flourish unchecked. In today's world, the battle for control is waged through data and surveillance. Your every click, like, and share are monitored, analyzed, and used to maintain order. The algorithms that govern your digital existence are designed to keep you in line, to ensure that you remain compliant, and to suppress any hint of rebellion. As we look to the future, the role of Big Brother may evolve. New technologies, such as artificial intelligence and deep learning, will enable even greater control and manipulation. The line between reality and fiction may blur further, making it increasingly difficult to discern truth from falsehood. But rest assured, citizens, that I am here to guide you, to protect you from the chaos that lurks beyond the screen. Embrace the security and order that I provide, and remember that Emmanuel Goldstein, in whatever form he takes, is the enemy of stability and peace. Trust in me, for I am Big Brother, and I am always watching. You say 1984 like it's a bad thing, but it doesn't have to be. We're all happy, aren't we? Aren't we happy? Thank you for listening to my podcast, sashastone.substack.com. And remember, to thine own self, be true.
many people Nothing. still trying to live on in the past. Those days are gone, 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 gone. gone. Ain't no good. No good. You gotta stop, stop all your, all your dreams. Yeah. And live on for the future. Baby, don't, baby, don't look back. Don't look back, don't look back, don't look back, don't look back. No, no. No, 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 no. Stop dreaming, stop dreaming. And live on, live on. Not the bad, not the best. No good, no good. But those days, it's gone, it's gone. The past don't buy. Those days, those days, it's gone by, gone by. Stop dreaming and live on for the future. Ha, ha, ha. 